Hey, it's Joe Girard with the Sales Hero Podcast. We're going to learn some cool stuff about psychology, influence, neuroscience, creating repeatable best practices and systems, and of course, building your bulletproof mindset. You can also find me on my blog at joegirard.ca and at saleshero.academy.com. Today, we're going to be talking about how to get more customers. People come and ask me this all the time. Where am I going to get these customers? The question we should we be asking is, what are the activities we need to do to build a repeatable business? And that's what we're going to get into is how do we actually drive our business using a really simple sales funnel. This is also a blog post, so you can check out that link as well for more content. And in that, there's a video with some kind of cool graphics I put together. Remember, it's all about keeping things simple, having fun, and just getting back to helping more people buy from you. So let's get started. Let's talk about getting customers. I was talking to somebody today. We were going through sort of a sales process. She's kind of a new coach, and she's out there building her business, and she came to me talking about some networking opportunities and and how to be able to connect with people and get these customers. And so I said, okay, well, let's step back. The first question I'm always going to ask is, are you any good? does what you offer your product or your service does it have any value in the marketplace and specifically why you and that usually gets people to go hmm you know really why why am i somebody that you should do business with and so we went into that so the question is is who do you serve who's your customer what problems do you solve for them why do they have those problems and what does it mean for them to come to you and buy what you have and so that's usually where we want to start from is first understand that because the question of where we're going to get customers becomes a lot simpler it's a complex discussion but it becomes much simpler if you know who you are who you serve and what it is because if i say hey let's go out and network or if i want to introduce you to your ideal customer right now what would you say to them if i want to introduce you to somebody and i ask what do you do what would you say to them? And if you just stare blankly at me and say, well, I'm not sure. Well, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like that. And sometimes here, sometimes that. And I say, well, okay, well, who's it for? You say, well, it could be for anybody. This, I hear this all the time is, oh, I can help everybody. I'm like, great. So when I talk to everybody, I'll just say you, they should talk to you. Is that what you're saying? No, that's crazy. So you need to get clear on who it is, why they have these problems, how you can uniquely solve this so that if I introduce you to somebody, I would say, oh, you got to meet this person because they can do this. When somebody has those situations, those undesirable effects in their life where they want to either increase something good or decrease something bad, this is the person you need to talk to. So that's where we start the conversation from is forget about where are the customers, figure out what you do and why you have any kind of value in the marketplace. Now that we know that and you go and talk to people and they say, hey, that's interesting. What's the next thing that you do with them? Is it give me your credit card and let's sign up? If that's the case, then this is a really short video. But for most of us, that's not what it is. Even if you're selling smaller uh, products or services, people still need to go through uh, a decision stage and, and a sort of a pipeline and a funnel to get them to make their final decision. So that's what we're going to talk about here is what does that funnel look like? What do those series of stages look like so that you know how to control your business and get more customers? And like I said, it doesn't matter what size your business is. This just sort of scales up with you. So the first thing we say is what is that next thing you have them do? To move them from a lead or from somebody that says, hey, I'm interested, here's my info, let's do this. Especially one of the challenges I see with coaches is they say, cool, let's do a sample session. And my personal opinion on sample sessions is it's kind of just volunteering. I see a lot of coaches out there that are amazing at what they do. And your product and service, you just like, it kicks butt, man. But nobody's buying it. 
right? Nobody's giving you money for the thing because you're out there doing a bunch of sample sessions. And people, ah, oh, it was really amazing. You're good at what you do. I just can't afford it. Now's not the good time. Blah, blah, blah. Right? And then we just run around. Then we start to get that insecurity, that doubt. And the last thing you want is an insecure or doubtful coach trying to motivate you to take your next step. And so that's the first thing is really understand what's the next step you're going to have them do. So is, if you're a coach, for me as a sales consultant, if you're a marketing consultant, whatever services you offer product, the next thing you do is say, hey, let's go and have a more meaningful dialogue. Whether it's on the phone, in person, doesn't matter. The next step is to move from a lead to a prospect and let's have at this prospect stage a meaningful dialogue where we talk about where you're at in your current reality. We're going to talk about what the future reality looks like and all the things in between. And at the end of that conversation, you're going to have a bunch of cool ideas and we're going to have a good idea whether we would be a fit or not. Because often I see business owners and sales professionals with this scarcity mindset of going, oh, I better get some more business because I'm afraid that no more business is going to come. So the first thing you got to do is adopt that mindset of, I don't need the business. You got to be able to say no to people and say, you know what? You're not a good fit and this isn't going to work for us so that you can attract more of the right people. So you have to know what your offer is, who's it for, how you're going to serve them and be okay with trying to find those people. And that's what we're talking about here. So far, so good. All right, let's keep going. So now we know, okay, the next step, we've talked to you. Hey, cool. I think we should connect. Let's have a meeting. We're going to have a meeting and we're going to do maybe an insight session where I'm going, to sh- I'm going to share with you a couple ideas and we're going to figure out if you know I can help you solve this problem that we talked about. Cool. From there. Now we say, okay, if you like that, here's a proposal. This is what it would look like to work with me. And then they say, cool, let me think about it. I say, I'm signing up. Here's my credit card. And then we become a customer. We get what we love is that cash. Okay. Now we've got the cash and hopefully we get referrals. And that's the whole series of stages. But the question becomes, well, how do I get more customers? So we have to reverse engineer this process and say, it's not how do I get more customers, but what are the activities that I need to do that are going to increase the likelihood of people buying from me? Hope that makes sense. Okay. So what we do is we start from the end. We say, how much revenue do I need? So you make a decision, how much money do you want per year and how much money do you want per month? And then you determine, well, what's the value of my customer? How much can I get from my customers based on this market segment? And then you divide by the number of dollars that you want. So let's say you're, you want five grand a month and you need, uh, if your customers are $1,000 a month each, then that means you need what? Five customers. Okay, so stay with me here. So you need five customers in a month. Now, out of those five customers, let's take a step back. How many people that when you give them, let's grab this, a proposal and say, here's how much it costs, here's what it is, based on everything we talked about, I think you're a good fit, here's what we need to do. How many of those people say, yes, here's my money? So let's say, imagine it's 50%. So that means to get five customers, you need to have five people, 10 people, sorry, that receive proposals. So now we're at 10 in a month. Now we say, okay, well, how many meetings do we have to have to move somebody to a qualified stage that I can give them a proposal? So let's say out of that, 50% of the people that you meet with that have a real good insight session, not a sample session, but an insight session, let's say 50% of those people say, you know what, this is really cool. And you say, cool, let me give you a proposal. So you give 50% of those people a proposal. So we're at 10, now we're at 20 meetings in a month right? 20 meetings in a month. So that means you have to meet with 20 people. 
Now, to get those 20 people, you need to take another step back and say, out of all of the things that I'm doing, all the marketing and all these things, how many people are putting up their hand and how many of those people are actually leading to those appointments? And let's just do another 50% because I I don't want to have to do the math on the fly here. But another 50% of the people you talk to actually say, I'll set a meeting with you. That means from 20, we need to do 40 people that are essentially leads. So if we know we're talking to 40 people that are leads in a month, out of those 20 set appointments, out of those 20, 10 say yes, send me the proposal, and five become customers, that's how you get the amount of customers you need every month. If you want to increase your revenue, you do three things. You either increase the amount of dollars you get per customer, you increase the number of customers you get, or you get better at conversions in all of the things you're doing. That's the sales funnel. That's just in a simplistic way. If you're not mapping it out in that way, you're not really running your business. You're just hoping that people come and buy from you. And if you start to understand those conversions, there's less judgment on whether you're any good at this or not. I had a proposal that I put out a couple weeks ago. It was a really big one. And I talked to a friend after he said, are you nervous? Are you excited? And I said, not really, because I know my conversions at the proposal stage. So if I only had one proposal, yeah, I'm nervous and excited and I hope that I can pay my bills this month. But if I know my business runs this way, then I can be calm. And that is a way that you can eliminate being salesy. Because if you know that certain things are going to happen along your sales process, you never have to sell somebody. You never have to push them into a decision. Let's take a step even further to get those people, get those leads. Where are they coming from? So now you got to say, okay, where do they come from? So your marketing efforts, you should be tracking what you're doing to get those leads, whether it's Facebook advertising, networking, webinars, online presence, going out and doing all these other things, hundreds of things that you can do, and then figure out how many leads do I get from those sources? How much does it cost me in time and money on those? And which one of those convert at what level to become actual leads where I get contact information? Now you get to look at all those things and say, out of the activities that I do, these are the highest value activities that lead me to be able to get leads, to get prospects, to get proposals in their hands, and to get those customers. Now you have a real business, and that's what you scale. And as you grow a business, you add more people that just do some of this stuff for you, but those are the fundamentals, man. And so what you need to do is just decide, do I have value in the marketplace? Do I understand my systems and businesses? We talk about building CRMs and all the technology, but if you don't have these best practices and follow-ups to be able to move people forward, you're just running around just as somebody who has just created work for yourself. And at the end, to be less salesy, you need to make sure that you're confident in your price, that you're offering value, that when you ask people to take the next step, that you feel really good about that next step and you're not insecure about that. And that when you ask people to take a next step, it makes sense for them that you're pushing them just outside that comfort zone, but not so far that they freak out. So as you understand what stage people are at, what conversations to have, what customer segments make sense, this is how you build a long-term sales and marketing game plan. And that's what we're talking about in our training, in our programs, in our videos. How do you take control so that you can do more with less and each thing that you do becomes more and more effortless? So make sure that you like and share this, that this is something that is meaningful for you. Ask questions, reach out, let us know how we can help you out. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. You know, whether you're just starting out or you have decades of experience, it's conversations exactly like these that can help you get an edge today and in the long term. 
You can also find me on my blog at joegerard.ca and make sure you share it with your friends and colleagues. See, my goal is to help you just simplify, have fun, and grow your business. So join me next time for another episode of the Sales Hero Podcast.